Hello and welcome to the Amar Kutub show, India's leading show for jobs and careers. If you are looking for your first job, thinking of switching jobs or seeking the best career guidance, then this is the place for you. To all our subscribers out there, thank you for tuning in. If you have any questions, comments, suggestions or advice, you can get in touch with us on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram or you can visit our website www.amirkutub.com. Presenting Amir Kutub, CEO of the Amir Kutub Academy. Entrepreneurship, but it would be good if you can actually keep your questions to building your own sort of personal brand. So uh, the format is simple. All you have to do is just uh, ask your questions in the comment section, and I would be happy to respond to them. I'll go through all of the questions and uh, go through them straight away. But before uh, anything, I today I want to talk about today's topic, which is how to uh, build your personal brand. Now, uh, first of first of all, it's really important to understand what is a personal brand and why it is important to build your own personal brand okay so uh, you must have heard of the organizational brands like you know uh, whenever we buy something we like to buy branded things so you, li- you like to buy a branded t-shirt you know bra- branded shirts or branded phones or branded cars or, and so we all love brands like the reason we love brand is because brand represents the experience brand represents the trust brand represents the integrity brand represents the connection that people have with you similarly uh, the way you have brands uh, or the way your uh, your brand has got value uh, your personal brand is extremely extremely important because your personal brand actually defines who you are and it also defines uh, what uh, how you can actually benefit someone else so for example when i if i ask you who you are and if you tell me okay i am a mechanical engineer or i am an electrical engineer or i am a journalist that tells me something about you but doesn't tell me specifically who you are because uh, there would be so many uh, journalists out there there would be so many engineers out there there are so many marketers out there so uh, the thing is that i i i of course just saying that i am an engineer i am a marketer is fine but that doesn't define who you actually are and how uh, uh, you can help me or how you can uh, be of any value so personal brand is actually about defining who you exactly are i'll give you an example uh, so um, if you look at any of the the famous people and for example sachin tendulkar what is his personal brand sachin tendulkar if if sachin says i am a cricketer uh that would not be true because sachin has been like one of the most talented batsmen that, that you have ever seen so that's that's his brand uh steve jobs so steve jobs is not another founder steve jobs is not just an entrepreneur his personal brand is about creativity it's about creating things that are actually beautiful but uh, innovative and easy to use as well uh if you look at elon musk he's got its own brand as well so the thing is that uh, everyone who is successful out there or is famous out there have their own personal brand and that personal brand is extremely extremely important for your career growth because that tells you who uh, that tells everyone who you exactly are so if you uh, ask me what is my personal brand 
you can actually ask out. You can ask my clients, how do you know uh, Amir? What is his personal brand? And they will tell you that Amir is the person uh, that if you have got any business problem and you need a solution, technical solution for that, then Amir is the man to go. That's my personal brand. So my personal brand is about taking real world problems, whether those are business problems or real world problems, and then finding a digital solution for them. So that's what differentiates me from everyone that's out there. Similarly, you have to go and identify what's your personal brand. So rather than saying, okay, I am a mechanical engineer, I'm a computer engineer, I'm an electrical engineer or so on, you need to identify who you exactly are. What is that problem, one problem, that you can solve what is that one challenge that you can solve and that defines your personal brand uh, as well so extremely extremely important to identify that one thing so uh, arif is asking what are we talking about arif we are actually talking about building your personal brand identifying who we are uh, exactly uh, and what value do we provide uh, uh, to the world so that's why it's important really important to identify uh what is your personal brand what do you actually stand for how you can help people and that personal brand should reflect everywhere so it should reflect on your linkedin profile should reflect on your instagram profile as well so rather than in your linkedin profile just saying that you are again an engineer or you know whatever marketing manager at this form or something like that is not enough you have to uh, actually tell when when someone is reading your profile they are looking at you you need to tell them who you exactly are what is that one thing to the table that you can provide that others cannot provide how do you differentiate yourself from the rest of the crowd because there are so many people in every profession out there and uh, a lot of people ask me you know how to find a good job or how to build a successful business even to find a good job or even to find a successful business you need to have and develop and establish your own personal brand and that starts by identifying why is it what you want do uh, what you do and exactly how do you how can you solve someone's problem what what is that one challenge or one problem that you can solve for the people so the whole interview process and the whole recruitment process that a company goes through comes to one single thing and that is if i am hiring this person how can they solve my need or solve my person the whole entrepreneurship or whole uh, business comes to one single thing when a customer is buying something from you a product or a service it doesn't matter what it comes down to one problem how can this company or product solve my need or solve my problem so your personal brand comes to one single thing which is how do you solve uh, need uh, someone's need and someone's problem so now uh, what i'll do is i'll take uh, questions from here and then i'll come back to the personal brand thing thing but if you have got any questions about building your own personal brand uh, uh, feel free to ask any questions that you might have all right so let's take on the comments guys uh, mohammed mahmood assalam alaikum bhai wa alaikum assalam mahmood bhai mustafa assalam alaikum wa alaikum assalam uh shubham kumar how to start from zero uh shubham uh, zero is a very nice place to actually start from uh so you start from zero by identifying what is that one thing that you are interested in and what is one that one thing that you are passionate about now you can't find your passion straight away what you have to do is you have to try 
by just uh, trying uh, interesting things. For example, uh, if you think that you have got interest in marketing, right? What you could do is you could start by doing small Fiverr gigs and freelancing gigs on marketing, right? Uh, start by doing some of the free available uh, courses, but not just you know doing the course, but actually implementing that knowledge. Now, once you move forward in that field, you might find out either you are interested or you are not interested. If you are not interested, that's fine. Move into the next direction and try that thing. Move into the next direction, try that thing. You know, at this stage, after establishing uh, so many companies and investing in so many startups, I still try and explore the new things that I feel interested in. So, you know, if, if I look at something and I feel, okay, that's great. That's something that I would like to explore. I just uh, develop a plan start straight away and start working on it. And that's that's how you actually start from zero. So uh, first you have to identify what you're interested in. From there, you have to identify what you're passionate about and then just start working towards it straight away. I hope I answered that question. But if you have got any follow-up follow -up questions, feel free to ask me in the comment section. Ruby Seni, how to become an entrepreneur? Uh, Ruby, to become an entrepreneur, the most important thing is to be able to identify the problem or the need that's out there and then identify a way to solve that problem. Now, this might sound a bit odd because people will tell you to be an entrepreneur, you might have to do an MBA or, or uh, you, you know, think about profit or something like that. Everything comes later on. The very first skill that you need to have as an, as an entrepreneur is identifying what are the needs of the market or the people, what are the problems out there and how you are going to solve them. So you can solve them via service or you could solve them via product. Uh, and I give uh, an example of Uber all the time. Uh, it's one of my favorite ones. The taxi industry was in a huge problem. Uh, customers had problem calling the taxis. It was all shady business. Uh, so what Uber did was Uber disrupted the market by solving this problem. Uh, and that's an example of, uh, uh, a uh, 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 product solving a problem similarly services solving a problem so for example when i uh, came to australia i identified there were so many service providers for larger organization but there was a space about medium to large organizations who when they had business problem they did not have any organization to help them solve their technical issues uh, not technical issues but business issues via technical solutions so that's where I found that there was a need, there was a problem, and I developed a business to solve that problem. Uh, so that's an example of service business. So you become an entrepreneur, first of all, by identifying the problem and then developing a business plan or business model to develop. Now, if you want to uh, find out business model, go to amirkutub.com. You can download business model canvas from here. But you will also find my video, my last video on how to fill your business model canvas. You can actually watch that and fill that. So that's that's your business planning. Once you do that, then you start implementing it one by one. And you'll find that information in my videos. Uh, Arif Khan, what are we talking about? I think that we already covered. Ruby Sani, I want to become an entrepreneur. That's great, uh, Ruby. It's, it's a good start. Look, first of all, uh, what I want to tell you is there's nothing really uh challenging or like it, there is entrepreneurship uh, in itself is definitely challenging but there's nothing really impossible about entrepreneurship you don't need extra skills to be an entrepreneur you don't need to do any extra course to be an entrepreneur the way you learn entrepreneurship is actually by learning by doing 
making mistakes, failing uh, in uh, in your uh, trials and then learning from those mistakes. That's a very natural process of learning entrepreneurship. So if you are interested in entrepreneurship, do not wait. Start trying from tonight. So right now, tonight, go to amirkutub.com, download Business Model Canvas, fill it, create your business plan, and then start executing it straight away. Otherwise, you would just be thinking that I want to become an entrepreneur, but you would never take that first step. That's extremely, extremely important to take that first step. Uh, Mushtaba Ali, how long will you be here, sir? Mushtaba, I will be here uh, only for uh, an hour. I think we have already passed 13 minutes, so uh, another 47 minutes. Arif Khan, uh, thank you so much. Sir Hussain, on what parameters we have to compare our brand with another? So, uh, sir, we don't need to compare our brand with uh, another uh, person. What we have to identify is, first of all, what problem are we solving or what need are we solving, right? What is that one particular need uh, that we are solving for the organization, for other people? Then from there, we need to identify, okay, who are our competitors? Who are some of the other competitors that are actually out there? But then, sorry, before that, you have to identify who your who are your customers. Everyone cannot be your customer. So you have to identify who are the people who would be interested in you, in your services, or in your products, or in hiring you as, a, as an employee. Next thing is you have to look around and find out who are the similar people in your market who are your competitors. And then you have to identify how are you better than your competitors. Like what is that USP, unique selling proposition, that you have that other people do not have. Now, a lot of people do this. They say that I'm a hard worker, I'm an innovative person, I'm outward thinking and blah, blah, blah. That's fine. Everyone says that. Everyone writes that on their CV. Every company claims to be the best and the, the most professional and blah, blah. The thing is that your words are empty if you haven't proven them via previous experience. So whenever you are saying that I've got leadership skills, then you should have some experience. It doesn't need to be work experience. could be an extracurricular experience or any life experience that actually tells uh, uh, other people what type of experience that you have so that you can substantiate that experience. Sharik Zaidi, Assalamualaikum. Uh, MS Hussain, please share your big mistake in life from where you begin your entrepreneurship journey because I don't want to repeat that mistake. So MS Hussain, uh, two mistakes that I actually had uh, uh, in my life and both are interlinked. So what happened was uh, I established a business and my business was going fine. Uh, I grew my team to around 15 people. So I actually had 15 people in my team. My turnover was... Uh, pretty well at that point of time, I think uh, around uh, four, $400,000. So that was my turnaround. Uh, we had a nice decent team. The business was growing, but I was not profitable. And there was a lot of chaos in my business. I was trying to manage everything. It was like very chaotic. It was easily manageable when we were like 10 people. I was able to manage and oversee everything, but I was just onboarding more and more clients. It was like extremely chaotic. And because of the issues with the profitability, I suffered with cash flow to recover my cash flow. What I ended up doing was I ended up taking finance from a private company because I was not a, a citizen uh, and I did not have credit history. So I could not get loan from big banks. So I had 
actually had to go and get a loan on extremely high interest from a private lender. So I took one loan and I thought now I'll pay it back. It has to be paid back in 12 uh, months. And uh, I took that loan, but the situation did not improve. I paid my salaries and everything. But then I was short of cash again. So after three months, I took another loan. And, and after three months, I took another loan. So in the, the span of uh, six months, I took uh, uh, total loans worth around $100,000. And uh, my business was still in loss. My customers were angry. My staff was not happy because salaries were getting delayed. So it was an extremely, extremely challenging time for me. And that's when I thought maybe I have done a very big mistake. Uh, by being an entrepreneur, maybe I'm not good fit for it. Maybe I should give up. And I was about to give up. But then I thought, if I do not identify what was the mistakes that I made, then I would not probably be able to live with myself. So what I did was I stopped whatever I was doing. I like literally sort of logged myself uh, in a room with my whiteboard and just started identifying everything looking at what were the challenges and the problem. Then I uh, started reaching out back to my customers and sort of identifying uh, with them what what what's happening, why, why are the things going wrong. I reached out to mentors and told them about the situation. I reached out to experts. And after around uh, one month of analysis, what I identified was that I was trying to grow my business, but I did not have my business processes very well documented. Uh, my business was running and I was the one I, I was actually involved in the running of my business and was all dependent on me and the processes were not very well defined. So it was like just happening on the go. And then I was trying to scale that business. The second thing that I was doing was I was trying to bring more clients on board. You know, uh, uh, I was just I was not caring about the price at, that I was charging because I had cash flow, uh, 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 neg a negative cash flow. So I was just bringing more clients on board. And uh, that was creating more problems for me because I was getting more sales, but the profitability was low because my costs were high as well. So I ended up redesigning my whole business model. I changed my service offering. I changed my pricing. I fired 80% of my clients. I said, sorry, uh, we can't work with you. Uh, anymore because our pricing have changed. What I also did was I documented each and every single activity into a like a process management uh, uh, guide or manual for my organization. Things as simple as if this goes wrong, what to do in that case, each and every single step of the customer journey was defined and mapped out. I manually wrote all of the processes and involved my team to then sort of write for the process with me. And then with the help of those processes, I redefined my whole organization. I was able to pay that debt in uh, six months, but I was also able to recover and sort of go into a profitable uh, position again. So th these two were the biggest mistakes of my life, trying to establish and grow my business without looking at my processes and without looking at my balance sheet. And secondly, was actually taking private loan to to fund my cash flow. Never do that. Uh, Aman Patel, Ruby Saini, DM me for complete entrepreneurs HIP process. Okay, Jitain Shaudhary. Good evening. Good evening, sir. Ruby Saini, Aman Patel. Sure. Uh, okay. Uh, all right. 
I don't know. Uh, I don't know what uh, Aman is uh, selling over here or offering over here. The only thing I'm not sure if uh, maybe it would provide something beneficial or not. The only thing that I would like you to caution off uh, there is that uh, if you if someone tells you that they are going to teach you entrepreneurship and it's going to be extremely easy, or if someone tells you you know you can double your money in whatever three months or six months or something like that. If you, someone tells you about multi-level marketing, stay away from that. You know, if someone tells you about a scheme where you just have don't have to do anything and you have, just have to put your money and then it will grow, stay away from that because entrepreneurship is extremely difficult. So if you want to learn entrepreneurship uh, from me, the very first thing I'll teach you is that be prepared for a long haul. It's not a, and there are no sureties in entrepreneurship. 80% of entrepreneurs fail. 98% of startup ideas fails as well. The reason I'm saying 80% of entrepreneurs fails because 80% are the ones who give up. The 20% who are successful, they are not successful in the first time. They fail for the first time, fail for the second time. Then they are this, they are successful uh, in their third or fourth attempt. That's a natural way to learn entrepreneurship. No course can teach you entrepreneurship. You have to be willing to fail. Of course, you can de-risk your entrepreneurship. You can learn some of the basics and things like that. But then there is a lot of risk in entrepreneurship. There's a lot of challenge in entrepreneurship. You have to sacrifice a lot. You have to sacrifice your personal life. You have to sacrifice your financial security. You have to sacrifice your uh, leisure time. You have to sacrifice your Netflix time. You have to sacrifice your TikTok time. So you have to sacrifice a lot if you want to be in entrepreneurship. So entrepreneurship is not in something that's easy. And if someone tells you that it's easy, then just stay away from them. Lucky Ali Khan, how to improve uh, sales and marketing? Uh, Lucky, uh, to improve sales and marketing, you need to have a very clear value proposition. So what is value proposition is, you first of all need to identify who your customers are, what are their needs, what are their problems, and then you have to have a very clear idea of how are you going to solve that problem. And then you have to position yourself as a leader in solving that problem or need. So again, I'll give you some examples. Uh, Red Bull. Red Bull saw a need that uh, there are a lot of people who was, uh, are uh, gym junkies or like uh, people who are in active sports and things like that. And their need is they need something that gives them that, that instant kick. So Red Bull came up with this... Uh, position themselves as someone who could actually solve that need or solve that problem. So that was uh, uh, a product that they launched from there. Now, there was a need out there that everyone who likes to uh, listen to uh, songs, they just had to carry these big uh, uh, Walkmans, you know, Sony Walkmans, and then they, they needed a cassette. But that cassette had a very less storage. So people had that need uh, that, first of all, there was a problem that they could not carry all, all the cassettes with them. Then there was a need to actually have something simpler that would fit in their pockets. So that's when Steve Jobs come, came up with an idea of an iPod uh, and then positioned it, it like that. So the thing is that, you know, when they say, uh, or, you know, sell this pen to someone, it doesn't work like that. Uh, the, the thing is that you can only sell something to someone if they perceive it as a need. 
right? And if they have a genuine need. Uh, so rather than thinking about just thinking, of coming up with a product or service and then just pushing it out uh, uh, to your customers, you need to identify the, the problem that you are trying to solve that and then uh, position your product or company to be able to solve that problem. Now, the purpose of the marketing is actually to push it out, push that message out. So once you have developed that message that this is how we are going to solve your problem, then the, how do you actually reach out to them? That's where social media plays a huge, huge role. So when you talk about social media, generally the way companies would post is they will do uh, some Instagram ads, posts, things like that. But the most important thing that I would recommend you, especially if you're starting up, is that you have to start putting your own personality behind it. First of all, rather than just posting about your brand, post about you as a founder or you as a marketer, and then tell customers about the real story behind your product or service. Actually do, rather than just sort of like writing posts or getting someone to do images, do lives, like do reels on Instagram, do uh, IGTV videos, do videos on LinkedIn. And, and it's very simple. You don't have to be extremely professional. Just take your phone, take your phone, uh, shoot videos uh, in your phone, as simple as that. And, and if, it's, if you're in your factory, if you're in your office, just talk about your process every single day. Uh, that will actually help you uh, increase your reach. Uh, of course, the organic reach in Instagram is dead. Look at other platforms that are coming up. Uh, LinkedIn is a great platform to increase your reach because LinkedIn has got uh, a huge organic reach. And the, the way you get your reach on LinkedIn is actually by uh, by posting stories rather than, again, rather than selling the product, you have to provide the value to the customers. So educate the customers about the problem and educate the customers about the solution once you have educated them enough then you would be able to sell to them now there are other methodologies like funnel marketing and things like that uh there's a this is a huge topic in itself but the fundamental remains the same identify what is their pain point and what is their problem sell them the solution to that problem don't sell them the product itself that's uh, one of the most important teaching i can give you over there uh uh, Rohit Rashinkar, Dr. Evim said, if you're a man of zero, you are a hero. That's actually pretty true. Uh, and I think it's a, it's a, it's a great quote. Uh, if you're a man of zero, you are a hero. That's, that's right. Aman Patel, yes, we are entrepreneur developers and HR professionals. So Aman, that's great. Uh, if you are doing that, uh, congratulations uh, uh, on, on doing that. Again, uh, if you are teaching entrepreneurship and telling it to people, the only advice would be to actually tell them uh, upfront how difficult and challenging it could be and what could be their effect. And if the person is passionate about entrepreneurship, then they would accept these challenges and then go into entrepreneurship, knowing all of that. But it's just like a disclaimer thing. You know, if you put someone on a roller coaster ride, you get them to fill a form. You know, before a surgery, get people to fill a form. So it's like if if you are coming in entrepreneurship, let them know that these are these could be the challenges, and there are no guarantees in entrepreneurship. And I think that's probably the most important thing. Mustafa Ali, I have some real world problem. I want to convert into business. How can I? That's a, a great uh, uh, question, Mustafa. So I've got a problem. Uh, then, uh, for example, if I will tell you. Tell it to you from example because I don't know what real world problem that you are talking about. 
So I had this, I saw this real world problem in COVID. In Australia, what happens is that neighbors are not uh, very mingled uh, with each other. So like, you know, in India, everyone would know each other and neighbors are connected. In Australia, it's generally not the case, especially in spread out suburbs. And what I identified was there are so many people who are at high risk, who are at their old ages living alone. Their, uh, you know, sons uh, and, 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 and their kids are, are somewhere else. And uh, because they had to stay in lockdown and they could not come out of their house, they had to be in isolation. And if they needed something, who would they ask? Like, they could, they like their 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 kids are somewhere else. They cannot ask them. There is a travel limitation as well. So, I ended up developing an application called Angel Next Door that would allow anyone in need to post their help request, and then their neighbors in their location would see that help request, and then uh, come and and offer them help. So the way I approached it was I first of all I identify the problem. I, I then identify what how big that problem is. Then I looked at okay, what could be the solution for this? Now the solution did not come to my mind just by like that, not because I'm genius, but because and trust me, I'm not. Like I have been always uh like uh, an average student, an average person as well. There I I see some of the amazing people that are actually out there who do great, great stuff. The way I do things is that I learn uh, things from outside of the world. So when I looked at this problem, I thought this is probably a problem, a communication problem. Then I started looking around uh, what could be the different solutions that are out there. So I could not find an exact solution. But then I found out that this is probably a similar uh, situation when you need something, when you are looking for a product or a service. And then you post the request and then there are people who offer to help like on OLX or whatever uh, uh, the, those websites are, Urban Clap in, in Australia, this is High Pages and so on. So I took inspiration from those products and then applied the same logic in this case. So what you could do is once you have identified the real world problem, look at the solutions out there for similar problems and then take inspiration from there, develop that solution, like uh, do a business plan, a business model canvas, go to amirkutub.com, download the business model canvas from there, fill it in, and then start working on it uh, from there. And that's how uh, you do it. If you do not have the funds to do it, then what you do is you validate that problem, develop a very basic minimum viable product, a very simplistic form of the product, test it in the market and then raise investment from there. Now, if you know how to want to know how to raise investment, how to uh, do a pitch, I've got a resource on my website as well. Uh, uh, a startup pitch blueprint, you can actually download it and uh, uh, find out how to actually get a, a pitch done. Sujit Meher, hi, sir. Hi, Sujit. Uh, Sharik Zadi, zero base budget and wish to start educational institute. How to search investor? Sharik, if you want to start educational institute, if you reach out to any investor, there are five questions that investors ask. Number one, what problem are you solving? Number two, who are your customers? Number three, who are your competitors? You would be able to answer these three. Number fourth question that they will ask is, 
how are you better than your competitors how are you stronger than your competitors now if you are trying to open an educational institute there are so many educational institutes out there there are so many powerful people how would an investor get his money back on an institute that you open how are you solving a problem that's big enough that no one else is solving right and that's where you're going to get stuck however an alternate way to do something in education is first of all ed tech education tech is pretty huge as well you don't need to create physical institute so an educational institute establishing an education institute is an expensive exercise as well but if you are doing a virtual education institute and a technology startup then it's much lesser investment investors would be interested in investing as well uh so as i said the very number one step develop a business model canvas go to amarkuzu.com download the business model canvas it's free you can download it from there secondly uh prepare your startup pitch and then you can you can actually again find the guide on how to prepare a startup pitch on my website and third is reach out to investors i actually have done a video on how to reach out to investors i'll do a proper detailed video on how to find the investors but you can find the investors on linkedin meetup.com join all the startup meetups and then you can find investors on angel.co a n g e l.co and uh, what was the other one in australia there's a website called gust.com but you can also do a google search and search for delhi angels or mumbai angels or wherever you are uh just look for pune angels any metropolitan cities and you will find be able to find the details of uh, the angels themselves all right we grow talks do we have to create our personal brand related to our business or we can create our personal brand anything uh we grow uh, i think uh, uh it's a very good question what i would suggest is that the reason you are building a personal brand is because you want to establish yourself as a leader in that space and so that it could def- develop uh, benefit you uh in your business or it could def- it could benefit you in your career now if you do not want to use your personal brand in uh, helping your business you can create it in, in any field but the thing is that that personal brand would be useless right so you are the reason that you are developing your personal brand is so it can help you in your job or it can help you with your business because people don't do business with businesses people do businesses with the people themselves so that's why your personal brand should be actually aligned to your business and uh, it doesn't need to align to your business directly but needs to be aligned to your business vaguely so that people could co- look at you and relate with your what you do and uh, so that it can benefit your business and can benefit your professional career as well all right guys next question jitendra choudhry i have a manufacturing unit of kids ready made garments seeking some good investors or any foreign trader can you please help me i am from kolkata india jitendra the first thing that i would actually encourage you to do is uh first of all uh let what you have to do is first of all you have to update your uh, linkedin profile let me identify what's i'll share my screen with you guys and let's look at look at jitendra's profile and just do a quick audit of uh, jitendra's profile and uh, okay 
so uh this is your uh, uh profile first of all uh, the very first thing that i would encourage you to do is first of all update your profile because uh i hope you guys can see it all right okay so the very first thing that i could notice over here is your cover picture is actually missing you have got a a, a pic of yourself you could actually uh, do a, a nice professional pic probably with your clothes the next thing that you have to do is you have to use this thing pretty clearly uh, and identify what problem or what need you are solving so the need that you are solving is that you are doing uh, uh, baby red, uh, ready made garments for for kids so what you have to do is you have to actually to show your expertise and and you have to write a nice headline that tells anyone who's looking at uh, your profile what you exactly do and how you can actually help them so it could be uh something like uh exporter of ready made garments or manufacturer or something like that uh something pretty clear uh i think your about profile is is good but it's very less as well so you have to ensure that you do that the second thing is that i cannot see your website over here anywhere right if you have to do business internationally then you your website should be up and front and everyone should be able to actually view your website so it should be a very nice clear pro website you should have a linkedin company uh over here as well uh what what the name of your linkedin company so that people could actually view its profile so that's the very first step is that you have to uh in, ensure that you improve your profile the next the second thing that i would do is that i'll start uh uh searching for uh garment importers or just importers uh in different countries on linkedin itself right you don't need to get a list or something like that and you would actually see the list of the people over here if you guys can see managing director import of luxury italian furniture import of fab japanese ingredients and so on and what i'll start doing is uh, is i'll start actually reaching out to those people i'll actually go to their profile uh send them a connection invite with a note and in this note hey, say i looked at hi anita i looked at your profile you are doing some amazing work i'm really impressed by the stuff that you are doing i am a manufacturer from india and this is what i do i would like to connect with you and uh, rather than just saying i want to sell this thing to you or something like that and and seek some of your advice and don't think that uh, like don't worry if they are from they are importing kids garments or whatever just connect with those people and make genuine connections and every single look there are so many results out there there are 306000 results are out there what you have to do is you have to take 2 hours out of your day every single day reach out to 50 people every single day send them a connection request and make genuine connections and once you have made genuine connections talk to them you know start conversating with them and from there once you have talked to them that's when you start asking them that i've got these products how can i actually uh, import it because for example i could help you i might be able to connect you with one of the importers they might it might work for you but it might not work for you but what i'm telling you is that if you reach out to 50 importers 
every single day for the next 30 days you would be able to reach out to 1500 importers in a month 4500 importers in three months if you convert four out of them four out of four thousand four four importers out of four thousand then your business would be at a completely different level so that's the power of linkedin that's the power of building your sort of own personal brand and that's the power of making that connection so improve your linkedin profile get a nice website up and running and number three is uh, reach out to 50 people on 50 importers on linkedin every single day and make genuine connection it will really help you jitendra let me know if that tip was uh, useful and guys if you're listening out there the way i explained it if you think that is um, uh, uh, applicable in your business as well please let me know in the comment section i would really like to know what i'm telling you is it useful or not what do you think about it aman patel first year resume then all details okay inki apni baat chal rahi aman ki jo wo pura chat mein chal raha hai good work keep it up look we are a community and agar hum log aapas mein connect ho sakte hain ek dusre ki help kar sakte hain to go for it okay wasim ek how to explore own brand so wasim uh, all right let's visit your profile let's uh, help you uh, let's see uh, what uh, have you got in your profile right now and i'll tell you how we can actually uh, so wasim you are a software developer that's great and you didn't feel free to contact me that's good the only thing that i am missing over here is why why do i contact you so uh if you are a, a software developer you might be developing something specific so you have to develop your when i'll i'll tell you how to develop a brand i'll tell you an example of one of my uh, old employees he is actually uh somewhere else uh I think he's studying somewhere outside now. Ankit Agrawal, just look at his profile. He was also a developer as well. First of all, few things to notice. Ankit Agrawal, top 100 customer success strategist, hosting world's number two customer success podcast. So that's just the way that he's presented it. Uh, very clear in terms of who, who he is. If you look at his profile, ankitify.com up over there, Helping startups retain more customers and generate more revenue. That's his personal brand, right? What is your personal brand? Now, your personal brand could be helping organize, writing code uh, to improve one profile and like writing code to improve world once one at a time or something, something similar to, to that. So that's, you have to identify what's your headline. Uh, make sure that you put it over there. Of course, your, your, cover uh, should be affected from there as well i see that you are uh, doing great job but first of all when i'm reviewing your profile i don't uh, know what type of developer you are i can see the c c hash hash that's fine so i know that uh, you are probably good at c and c plus plus but then what i need to know is what is it that you are passionate about doing and how you can actually help me and why should I contact you? If you're saying feel free to contact me, maybe you are interested in more freelancing opportunities. So actually mention it over there that uh, passionate, uh, whatever, PHP developer, .NET developer, 
with a flare or something like that and then uh passionate dot net freelancer or something like that uh just a very nice crisp headline that uh tells people what you uh exactly do one of the person that i uh, really admire in this uh, space is shreya patar uh if you look at her profile again a very nice clear brand copywriter and content writer linkedin campus editor student of literary philosophy, uh, philosophy and hashtag #shreya writes as soon as i look at it i know what she what she does uh, even even her sort of profile she tells exactly what she do her uh, cover page shows exactly what what she does so that's probably the first step to actually uh, explore and sort of like create your own brand all right guys we have got so many comments coming up so i'll just uh, try to uh, answer them quickly guys don't go i'll attend uh, to all of your comments don't worry about it uh, we'll come to you pretty soon and if you have any further questions feel free to just add it to the comments ej khan hello sir hello ej khan sab kya hal hai puran hi puran hello shubham sir i am working hard to start business but i'm lagging financially to suggest me what to do uh shubham what you have to do is you have to start uh uh by developing a minimum viable product a minimum viable product is where you do not develop the full product or develop the full service you start by uh creating something simple and testing it in the market and once you have done that you can grow your business from there this uh uh thing is also called bootstrapping i've done a f- uh, full video on this you can actually find it on my youtube channel uh but uh that's what i would suggest you to do is is start by rather than like you know providing five or 10 services or something like that start by specializing in one thing so you know if someone tells me that they want to open a restaurant the very first thing that i tell them is before opening a restaurant identify one thing that you are good at one dish that you are good at whatever it is you don't have to start with a lavish restaurant you can start from a very simple street side stall uh you can start from a food truck you can start from a delivery based thing you can start from your home based kitchen you don't have to go and develop the full restaurant if you do not have the money because if i had the money when i started then i would have done so many things but rather than complaining about it i identified what was that thing that i could do in that amount of money and did it from there so that's that's uh, what you need to do you need to bootstrap develop a minimum viable product test the product in the the concept and then grow it from there and if you are start lagging uh, financially uh, then there is definitely a problem with your balance sheet because it's a very simple formula revenue minus cost is equal to profit so you need to ensure that your revenue is coming first and then you are incurring cost otherwise there's something wrong with your business model or you are into a business that requires a lot of upfront investment change your line think about a business model where you do not need a whole lot of an upfront investment divya chavla best mentor ever amir sir oh thank you so much divya uh, it's a nice very nice compliment uh, you made my day so thank you so much uh it gives me a lot of happiness and pleasure if i am able to you know even there's so many people that are watching this live session but even if i could influence one of yours life in any way then i would feel that my purpose is solved so if you anyone listening to it out there if you feel that i have have 
touched your life or influenced your life in any way then please let me know because that's my earning that's all i need that's what gives me happiness that what drives me right now it's 3:22 am in australia i have a meeting uh, at 9 am i i will sleep for hours tonight the reason i'm doing this live session is because i'm really passionate about helping you guys succeed and if i could make any influence in anyone's life out there i will be so happy with my efforts that's that's all i need jitendra chaudhary you are awesome mentor thank you so much jitendra that's uh, really lovely to hear that uh, really appreciate that uh, mom janesh sigi dear amisar good suggestion thanks a lot uh, really appreciate that uh, deepak nama nice thank you so much uh ruby sani actually i don't have that kind of background i'll be doing my own so budget is the main concern for me financial problem look ruby when i started i was i was from a family where no one ever was involved in business you know my father was from a government job my mother was a housewife they always wanted me to be a doctor i became an engineer but anyway so my father wanted me to be in a government job never had any funding to start my business with and most of the people that you would see are doing very well they did not have a financial background and that's completely okay of course you need finance to start a business but you don't need a huge finance to start a business there are some business that you can bootstrap or do from very uh, small investment so any service based business doesn't require a huge investment because it's your time initially it's your process initially if you are reselling a product that doesn't require any investment if you are drop shipping a product that doesn't require any investment even if you are like selling a product what you could do is you can make partnerships uh with the the, the producers or whatever and start your business without a huge amount of financial investment you don't need a huge amount of financial investment to start a business of course finance money speeds up the thing for example if i have to start a business i would just put some money towards it to to actually quickly grow it but if you bring me again and and that's what i uh, like uh, discuss about is like i am not fearful of uh, losing money or losing even my company or whatever unless i have got my skills because what i have gained the the experience and the lessons that i have gained through all of my entrepreneurship journey is that if even if i don't have money as long as i've got my skills uh, and as long as i'm passionate about something if i have to start something from the scratch i would be able to do so i might not be able to like right now if i start a business i could get it up and running in 3 to 6 months but it might take me 2 years uh, without the 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 money but i would be able to get it up so ruby yo struggle would be a bit harder of course because you don't have money but you would be able to get there and that's my whole take on the whole nepotism thing as well uh the thing is that uh there is definitely a shortcut for the people who have got money who have uh, uh like politician parents or actor parents or whatever there is definitely a shortcut for them but we don't need to compare ourselves to anyone out there we don't need to complain as well what we have to do is we have to look at ourselves and see how we can progress uh, towards uh, something as well even if it takes them 3 months to start a business that's fine for them if you are passionate about starting a business you start tonight you start from tonight even if it takes 2 years that's fine you know you just got to give it a go uh, 
empires are not built overnight you have to uh, work hard uh, and work meticulously but you will be able to succeed that's uh, my guarantee if you just keep on it be persistent determined you will be able to to succeed you will be able to establish your own business you might face some of the failures and be prepared for that but that's it uh, once you cross those hurdles you will learn from them and you will be able to grow your business from there Mohammad Wasim, thank you, sir. You are most welcome, sir. Prince Goyal, at some, uh, we think that our startup idea is not much good, according to Mark. In that situation, you should do a big change in idea. You should carry forward the same idea. Prince, I think what you think or what I think or what even investors think do not matter a lot or matter at all. You know, Airbnb, such a big startup now, they went to nine investors. And nine investors, not individual investors, nine investment groups rejected the startups, like completely rejected uh, uh, their startup because they said the idea is not good enough. So investors made that mistake. So you might feel that the startup idea is not good enough, but it doesn't matter. What you have to do is you have to test it out in the market, do a survey, a simple minimum wild product, put it out in the market. Test if it worked or not. If it did not work, then you don't need to make a drastic change. Listen to your customers. Make a small change in one of the, the areas. So, you know, uh, I talk about business model canvas. So business model canvas has got nine areas, your value proposition, your partners, your market and things like that. So you don't have to change the full business model. Change Make one simple change on the basis of the customer feedback. And that's called pivoting. And pivoting is the most important part of a startup journey. So you make one smaller change and push it out to the market again. And then you test it in the market and then see what comes out of that. The, the, the thing that you were tested, is there any improvement or not? If there's any improvement, then you sort of make small tweaks and then make it better and so on. So rather than making a huge change, unless your customers tell you to do so, you what I would recommend is listen to your customers Listen to your customer feedback and develop product with them. One of the biggest mistakes that people do is that they develop the full product and then put it out to the market. And then they say, oh, customers are not using it and we need more money for marketing. Maybe our marketing is not right. And they will hire one salesperson, another salesperson and fire them. That's the wrong approach. You, you don't build the product for the customers, but you build the product with the customers. So you actually develop a very small version of your product, put it on the market, test it with the customers, listen to their feedback, what they are saying, and then develop it further. Again, do not develop it fully, develop it in small iteration. And that's how you would be able to create a successful startup product. Mohammed Asim, sir, you are a big inspiration for us. Thank you so much, brother. Uh, look, I'm extremely glad. And the, again, as I said, the reason I am I, uh, doing it is because when I was in the same shoes, I did not have anyone to look at, uh, look up to. Like I would read books from like foreign authors and things like that. But most of them came from like privileged countries or countries with resources and things like that. Or some of them came from very privileged background. So I did not have a lot of examples to look up to, a lot of uh, people to actually get experiences from. So I had, I always wanted like a mentor or someone who could actually guide me through this process. And someone to look up to. And the reason 
now i spend time and talk about my journey and and share you know uh, even what i'm earning and things like that the whole purpose of doing it is so that i could inspire the upcoming generation and tell them that it's possible brother it's possible uh, and if you give it a try no matter which background you come from what is the color of your skin you know whether you got beard or not what what country you come from what is your financial status it does not matter if you are passionate about something if you are persistent and determined enough you will definitely become successful even your education level does not matter even if you are 10th fail you are 12th pass you are a bachelor you are a phd doesn't matter if you are passionate about something and if you try hard enough then you will definitely succeed in in, in that thing lakhan soni how you enjoy your work lakhan i actually uh, the 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 whole reason i am successful and it's a great question the whole reason lakhan i am successful is because i only do the work that i am passionate about i only follow my passion i only follow my interest of course establishing a company i have to learn a lot of things but i am still following my passion i am still doing my business in the field that i like to do it i do not do business because like my motivation was never to earn a lot of money i always want to be like just have enough money to be able to sustain even now my motivation is not to earn money my motivation is to be able to enjoy what i doing and the the freedom and the independence that i get just by the having the power to be able to do what i do is such a huge blessing for me the whole reason i am in entrepreneurship is because it gives me that freedom to be able to do what i want to do with my life and that's that's actually huge that's very rewarding and that's a huge huge blessing uh for me and i feel i'm very fortunate enough to be able to do that and that's why i enjoy my work because i i i i do what i uh, enjoy i do what i'm passionate about do what i like and i don't do what i don't like even if there's a profitable deal out there and if i feel that i won't be you know i won't enjoy it i would never do it there were some so many offers of jobs and things like that that offered me huge huge salaries like business class tickets and penthouse flats and things like that and the whole reason i rejected them was because i knew that i am not going to enjoy those jobs or even there were some business offers out there as well there were some businesses that did not i just that could never resonate with me i was actually given uh, a partnership offer in a huge you know betting is legal in australia i was given a partnership uh, in a, a sports bet company offered a partnership but i declined because i it doesn't uh, confine to sort of my beliefs my beliefs i do not uh, endorse betting i am not involved in betting so i sort of just let it go so the ability to say no to the things that you don't like is the the, the whole reason that i'm passionate about entrepreneurship mohammad wasim thank you so much mudassar khan assalam alaikum bhai in india how can we start the our business because there are a lot of pros and cons in india and the taxes and affiliation look the thing is mudassar let's talk about taxes you only pay taxes when you earn money right so pay, i think paying tax is the best problem that a person can actually have and people who complain about taxes uh especially at a higher income level i think uh, uh 
uh, are doing an injustice to themselves because like i pay a huge amount of tax and my business pay a huge amount of tax and and i feel happy about paying taxes because it means my my income is that much that i'm able to pay the taxes so when you say there are a lot of pros and cons in india there are a lot of pros and cons everywhere the amount of taxation in australia is crazy you know if you are earning above a particular income level you are paying 50 uh, almost 45% in tax that's absolutely crazy that absolutely killing, killing even the gst over here is killing right and the 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 even the your obligation to employees and things like that it's just really bad uh it it's killing but the thing is that it's it's everywhere around the world so you cannot justify not going in entrepreneurship just because of the taxes and affiliation you can navigate all of those things you can hire a nice accountant to help you with that and hire a nice lawyer to do or deal with that and that's fine the the main thing is actually creating a value for your customers solving a problem or need for your customers and solving it in a, in a, via your your own unique process if you are able to do that then your business would be successful and you would not have any problems paying the taxes or any affiliations as such uh, at all and i feel that india is a very good country to do business in because the market is huge the market is open and uh, uh even the the legislation is i i would say is fine like i don't see any legislation problems in india that would have any adverse effect on the business you know government uh, uh, also might not play its full role in promoting the businesses but i think uh, the the environment is fine to be able to do the business you cannot justify uh, the 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 financial regulations or taxes or anything uh, as a as a con of opening the business you know it's it's there it's just a part of it you just consider it in your cost you just consider it in your prices and so on sarvo husain are you planning to expand your business in europe like poland or germany i actually am thinking of that yes please so again i'm open to le- learn and i do not have much idea about the 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 culture over there and the business over there i have dealt with us i have dealt with uh, a bit with uk but mainly i have sort of dealt a lot in malaysia and singapore and, and dubai and i'm sort of pretty familiar with those environments i haven't dealt a lot with the european market so yes would be happy to explore that again as i said uh, i i don't say no to a lot of things if there's something that's interesting i'm happy to explore those things ruby seni thank you sir you are most welcome prince goel at some point okay uh, prince i'll take your question because uh, i have to take someone else's question as well but i'll uh, read your uh, comment quickly at some point we think that startup idea is not much good according to market situation okay so we have already gone through this prince goel entrepreneurship is equal to risk absolutely 100% uh, like there, there is there is going to be risk on in entrepreneurship because you are moving in uncharted territory but that's all right that's a part of it right uh, you know if you think of of it as a ride like think of it as a roller coaster ride you know hum log sab aise hi aaye the yaar life mein paisa leke kon aaye the zindagi mein aise hi aaye the aise hi lautna hai kya problem hai thoda sa paisa kho doge thoda sa jo hai time kho doge jab tak jaan hai tab tak jaan hai agar if you don't try and if you waste your life like this then you will regret it for your lifetime if you try and if you lose some money here and there 
that's fine you know uh, if you keep trying you will definitely become successful don't wait for the success just enjoy the journey just enjoy the flow and and give it a go because if you don't give it a go now then it's just going to be too late so if you if you are thinking of your own venture uh, give it a go i'm not saying that you will succeed you will fail but you will fail for the first time you'll fail for the second time but if you keep trying then you will succeed from there if you if you succeed in the first time then that's uh, definitely good but don't go in there thinking that you will succeed straight away you might face smaller failures uh, but you learn from those failures and then you eventually grow from there uh jitin choudhary thanks a lot i already sacrificed too many things still learn and slow walks to achieve my goal uh, well done jitin uh, 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 all the very best and i hope you follow the tips and let me know how you went with there uh, mohammad wasim how to prepare for fresher interviews for pharmaceutical industry wasim i'll actually make uh, a video for the full fresher interview because you have asked this and some a lot of people have asked me this so i'll definitely make a specific video for this king uh sir where do you host your websites i host it on aws uh some on google cloud and some on siteground do you have personal servers or you rent them i never uh have personal servers i always use third party servers but i have got like private cloud purchase from them uh being a public figure do you fear getting hacked uh yes actually because i manage a lot of uh, like my company manages a lot of website of my clients and we talk about security ourselves so there's always a, a fear that we might get hacked and that's true because you know every time you enforce security there are sort of like better hackers out there who are attacking you know like two months ago there was a big attack that was uh, done on all of the australian websites even some of the big uh, hospital websites went down and some of the major major organization went down but uh, uh touchwood uh, the the website that were managed by my organization then even my websites uh were not compromised because we have a lot of focus on the security and anyone listening out there uh, a very good career idea is actually uh, in cyber security because uh cyber security is going to be more and more essential especially once we go into internet of things everything will have a chip or sensor and everything might will have uh, the the challenge of being hacked so even your cars uh, would be able to being hacked and so on and that's where you would need people who would be able to provide security so the need of cyber security engineers is going to go up pretty fast uh prince goel said jitin choudhury please don't forget to enjoy the journey of startup that's right bro definitely you know and and anyone out there who's already in entrepreneurship thinking about it just give a pat on your back and 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 just think about the stuff that you are doing you know when i whenever i used to feel stressed instead of worrying about my problems and things like that i used to look back and see the the level of distance that i have traveled but also the knowledge that i have gained through the the process then i used to think okay that's fine if i fail in my business that's all right but the level of knowledge that i have gained through this process i could have never gained it if i was just working in a in a very plain day job and that was in a in a large organization and that was a motivating factor for me so it's very right that don't forget to enjoy the journey because it's life is all about having fun main apni life mein kuch nahi karta agar mujhe maza nahi aaye it's as simple as that uh aur uh successful hone ke liye ye sabse zyada important cheez hoti hai 
Avneet Singh, sir, we are going to launch e-commerce website for industrial products, www.industrialbone.com, manufacturer to consumer model, please suggest best idea to promote. Uh, we are going to launch e-commerce website for industrial products, industrialbone.com, manufacturer to consumer model. Okay, so you are looking uh, uh, at a consumer model. First Avneet, you have to identify uh, what is uh, that particular uh, need uh, that consumers have that you are trying to solve. You are probably uh, uh, providing uh, industrial products to consumers. First of all, look at who your competitors are, if there are any in the market. And if uh, not, uh, then uh, identify how you would position your business uh, in front of your customers. And then put a huge, huge, huge focus on uh, digital marketing. So uh, especially with the e-commerce uh, uh, websites, first of all, look at who your target customers are. So there would be specific type of your target customers and think about what is the information that they need. So rather than just trying to sell your products, you have to start by educating your customers and by developing a community. So when I say developing a community, you start by actually having your profiles on, of course, Instagram and LinkedIn and uh, Facebook and so on. Create a Facebook group. For example, if I have to sell, uh, say, products for farmers, for example, tractors to farmers, right? Now we are seeing that there are a lot of kids of farmers who are very educated, right? So what I'll do is I'll start with a Facebook group and a LinkedIn group. Uh, not probably LinkedIn, but more of a Facebook group. That's not selling my products, but that's just educating farmers about things. And then on my website itself, I'll have a blog which would actually just educate people. And to read that blog, uh, people would have to provide their email address or mobiles or whatever. Once you have got their email addresses and mobiles, then it's much easier from there because you can then put them in an email, email marketing funnel and then send it from there. The second thing that I will do is I'll focus a lot on Instagram. Uh, set up an Instagram shop, do a reel every single day uh, and go live once in a week just with your the, the actual products that are in your warehouse or just talk about the products themselves and then uh, use uh, Facebook uh, pay-per-click marketing to target uh, your customers uh, on Instagram and Facebook both. I have seen that uh, Facebook ads work much better than the, the Google ads themselves, especially for business to consumer products. Once they come to your website, the objective there is to capture their details uh, initially rather than just trying to sell them something. So have a very nice, clear offer by either via developing an ebook or something that's actually worth uh, them providing their email address. Once you have their email address, you can set up a full email automated email marketing funnel that sends them 15 emails one email every week about something uh, which is educative to them, which tells, sh develops that trust, develops that brand. And on the side, you can actually start promoting your products to them. And that's how you build a full funnel. So you actually, there's your top of the funnel where you are attracting people through your Instagram reels, uh, IGTV stories, uh, and then your Facebook ads. Through that funnel, all of people are coming to your Facebook group and your website, going through your blog, uh, downloading the, the material that you're providing, providing their email address. That's your middle of the funnel. And then bottom of the funnel is once you have captured their email addresses, then you are remarketing to them. 
uh, through your emails. But secondly, you have got your Facebook pixel and Google pixel installed in your e-commerce website so that you are remarketing to the customers who are visiting your website. You know, when you visit a website and you go somewhere and you start seeing the ads about that particular website, that's uh, called remarketing. Extremely, extremely important uh, to actually ensure that you have got remarketing enabled in your e-commerce website so that if someone looks at a particular product and they leave, whatever they watch, YouTube, Google, whatever, they always see the ads of that particular product. And then you reach out back to them by promoting that product to them. Because a customer would not just come on your e-commerce and buy straight away from there. But if they go look at a product, go away, then you sort of can uh, go back. Secondly, uh, important thing is card abandonment. Extremely important. I've got, uh, uh, I'll do a video on card ab abandonment specifically. Uh, ensure that you have got card abandonment uh, funnel in place in your e-commerce website as well. Ashwin, great session. Thanks, Amir. You're most welcome. Uh, Ruby, any everything stopping me is budget. Anything I can start with zero investment. You can start a lot of things with zero investment. Ruby, the very first thing that I would encourage you to do is, is create your profile on fiverr.com, freelancer.com, and upwork.com. It's free. Start working as a freelancer. Start offering your services as a freelancer. That's the very first thing that I would like to start. Uh, uh, start working as a freelancer. And then once you have earned some money, then you can grow your business from there. Shivam sir and sir, I have three years. Okay, guys, uh, it's pretty late, so I'll just take three, uh, four more questions, and then I'll let uh, you go. I'll just uh, answer the questions uh, very quickly. Sir, I have three years gap after BTEC due to competitive exam preparation. Please guide me where to start. Uh, if you've got three years of gap after BTEC due to competitive examination preparation, uh, Shivam, uh, that's all right. What you have to do is, uh, I don't know which BTEC you have done, but start by getting some experience uh, by doing some freelancing gigs so right now straight away start doing some freelancing gigs uh, find out some freelancing work and start gaining some experience so that you can actually uh, uh, develop uh, and, and 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 get some experience and once you have gained some of the project experience then you can start reaching out to the organization and start applying for the jobs uh, from there reach out to 50 people on linkedin every single day 50 recruiters and and just reach out to them with genuine connection requests talk to them uh, for the next 30 days or for the next whatever days until unless you get a job but make sure you make a habit of reaching out to 50 people every single day and and building genuine connection on linkedin lucky taggy hi sir how are you good thanks prince goyal this is idea very useful prince kalyan hello sir i have a startup idea can you please give a chance to tell about my idea yes prince uh you can uh you can actually go all right guys anyone watching out there if you're not following me on instagram make sure you follow me on instagram uh my id is amir kutub you can actually dm me on instagram and then uh my team members would get in touch with you they'll send you uh ask you to fill up a form and then we can go take it from there sayaj amjad how to market your skills being a web developer in an interview uh sayaj amjad uh sorry i will uh okay so the best way to market your skills in uh, being a web developer in, in an interview is actually by showcasing your portfolio. So make sure you have got a very strong portfolio and start by showing the examples of the work that you have done. Nothing speaks better about your skills than your the actual work that you have done. If you do not have a lot of uh, portfolio, just make some dummy websites for dummy, dummy companies. 
uh, or just sort of reach out to you know whatever shops out there small businesses out there and tell them that you want to do their website for free at least have five nice websites in your portfolio i think that would be extremely important uh prince kalyan hello sir i have a multi billion uh, startup idea can you please get at least once an idea with me yes uh, reach out uh, to me on instagram zainul wasim sir i want to become an entrepreneur i did engineering and doing mba for this how to find a good way to start up i am currently searching market gap in my city that will be convenient for my startup so a good point to uh, get your uh, startup up and running is actually by identifying the problem identifying the challenge first look at five problems five challenges that you see send those problems to me uh, and and then what we'll do is i'll actually help you test them out we'll do a proper uh, testing uh, out there and then we'll identify a solution for that and then once you've identified the solution we'll develop a very simple minimum viable product again tested in the market and then take it from there so we'll just follow the whole lean startup methodology one by one start by identifying the problem and then we'll take it from there make sh- make sure zanul that you attend my next sessions and and tell me what is the problem that what are the problems that you have identified and how you have validated those problems abdullah imran assalam alaikum bhai from legal can you help hybrid development startup looking for projects or you are a hybrid app development startup looking for projects reach out to hr@enterprisemonkey.com.au uh, also uh, send an email to me at hello@amirkutub.com uh, tell them that you are a hybrid app development startup uh, you are looking for projects my team would be able to actually help you uh, with some of the work because we do a lot of work in hybrid app development uh, ruby sani thank you so much bhagavi how to compete with iit and iit students also there are some iit alumni startups who make average college student feel inferior and ask them to do free internship okay first of all with internship first internship for free that's fine you can do that no problem you have to gain start somewhere don't do second and third internship for free if first if you are gaining good uh, value from first internship don't do second and third internship for free that's number one thing the sub- second thing is compete with iit and iit student didn't i tell you about my honda interview first of all i was not eligible for my honda interview because my marks was less i was from amu uh when i went for interview there were students mainly from iit and iit there were some students from delhi university over there and i think i was uh, the only student uh, from my college out there uh no like the whatever interviews happened and everything happened after that all of the those there were around 30 uh, students uh, they were they were actually shortlisted most of them from iit and iit only four were selected two were from iit one was from nit and the another one was was me and i actually had those iit and nit students uh working with me in 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 honda and then uh we were actually having a discussion and they were talking about the technical things and, and so on and uh, they were pretty good uh, with some of those technical things they were they were great as well but i actually had my own strengths and uh, i sort of competed on the basis of my own strengths so you don't have to worry about competing with iit or nit students uh because uh, your college doesn't matter what matters is what you have done so far and what's the experience that you have gained by working what you have done spaga we don't worry about how to compete with an iit and nit student whatever it is identify your niche identify develop your own personal brand stand out from everyone else and that will make you successful 
I never went to IIT. I never went to IIM. I never went to an, any elite college. I never had very good marks. I was able to do all of this because I uh, created my own niche, followed my passion, and just followed it persistently and determined. And that actually helped me reach uh, uh, to this level. Chenan Sharma, thank you so much. You're most welcome. Uh, Salman Khrushchev Sani, Assalamu Alaikum, Walaikum Assalam, Udaikiran, thoughts or ideas, participate in hackathons, you will get investors. That's a great, uh, that's a great idea, everyone, guys. Uh, Uday has provided a very nice idea. Participates in hackathons, you will get investors. That's a very, very nice idea. If you are interested in technical products, definitely participate in hackathons. Participate in hackathons, participate in events, participate in meetups, go and attend conferences. Uh, that will help you learn a lot, help you get out of your day-to-day -day work also, build help you build the network as well. All right, guys, uh, one last question. Uh, Wakar Dongre, hi, Amir, hope you're doing great. You're from one of the best mentors I know. Can you say a little about where you are from in India and your education, a little bit about how hardworking you are in degree B-Tech and MBA because so many people think only IT and a genius because people can only succeed in their career. Wakar, definitely. So Wakar, I am, thank you so much uh, for uh, uh, acknowledging me. Uh, I'm actually from Aligarh, Uttar Pradesh in India. I was born in Saharanpur, uh, was in Aligarh. Uh, you know, the very first time I actually had KFC was after I completed my B.Tech because Aligarh, mein, uh, we didn't have any KFC. We didn't have any subway uh, as well. And we, like I was like mainly uh, uh, staying in Aligarh. I did not travel to uh, to Delhi much as well. So this was like the first time I tasted uh, KFC was over here. I never went to Subway in uh, India. When in Australia, I uh, went to Subway for the very first time. It was a very daunting process because, I, because they, there were so many breads to choose and so on. So I'm like a proper small, small town guy. Uh, also about, uh, he's also asking about uh, how hard working you were in your degree B.Tech and MBA. Look, I was uh, not... Uh, I was very hardworking, following my own passion, but I was not uh, very regular with my classes. I used to bunk a lot of classes. I spent a lot of time outside the classroom, participating in extracurricular activities that helped me develop my skills that are actually needed. The skills that you learn in classroom, you only use 10 or 15% of that if you are lucky. But the skills that you learn out of the classroom are the most and, and the most important skills. And that's what I did during my BTEC and MBA. So I spent most of my time outside of the classroom, most of my time away from my academic books. And that's one of the most contrib important contributing factor to my success. But I did not waste my time when I was away. I was learning new skills, trying different things, uh, and that contributed. I was not just sitting at Dhabas or uh, you know just doing Ayashi. Of course, I used to sit at Dhabas. I uh, did everything that a, a young person would uh, did, like all that Ashiki uh, 1, Ashiki 2 stuff as well. Did all of that, but I focused on uh, developing my skills as well. And that has contributed to my success. All right. Uh, last question from Gitanjali. And that's it. Uh, uh, Gitanjali saying, of course, as a young teacher, you could have just walked away with all appreciations. In spite of your busy schedule, you're making time. It's amazing how grounded you will have generally. You're just as inspiration, not just to achieve professionally. But how well to give it back? Thank you so much, Gitanjali. Uh, that's that's uh, really heartwarming. Warming. That's really touching. Look, uh, as I said, 
क्या है ना कि मुझको मुझे हर स्टेप पे जो है चैलेंज किया गया हर स्टेप पे बोला गया जो तुम कर रहे हो वो गलत है दिस इज नॉट द वे टू गो और मुझे बहुत ज्यादा डिस्करेज किया गया फ्रॉम एवरी वन फ्रॉम द होल सोसाइटी इट सेल्फ मेरे टीचर्स ने मजाक उड़ाया ठीक है आसपास वाले लोगों ने मजाक उड़ाया बट आई जस्ट केप परसुइंग इट एंड आई डिड नॉट नो वट आई एम डूइंग इज राइट और नॉट और जब कभी भी फेलियर आता सब लोग बोलते देखो हमने बोला था क्या हो गया whenever i failed in business everyone said you know look we we told you whenever i failed in whatever i tried every time i failed there were people who were there laughing at me of course there were some people who supported me but majority of people were laughing at me and there was so many times i was just doubting about myself and that was extremely painful for me and that's when i decided that if i ever become successful in life then i'll go back and tell everyone that what is being told to you is not the truth what is being told to you about being compromising and that this is not the way it works that's all fake that's all false and that's why i'm just following that promise that i did to myself when i was struggling and that promise was if i become successful then i'll make sure that i take this message and 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 ensure that i spread this message out to everyone and now when i'm successful i'm just fulfilling that promise that i made to myself at that point of time because a person should never ever forget what he was a person should never forget his roots a person should never forget where he actually came from and 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 person should not be uh first of all discouraged by the challenges and problems that he faces and a person should not be uh too much in the air by the success he, he gets because waqt ke sath समय के साथ टाइम के साथ एक चीज सबसे इंपॉर्टेंट ये होती है कि वक्त जो है गुजर जाता है चाहे अच्छा वक्त हो वो भी गुजर जाता है चाहे बुरा वक्त हो वो भी गुजर जाता है ठीक है आई हैव टेस्टेड फेलियर्स आई हैव टेस्टेड सक्सेस आई माइट टेस्ट फेलियर्स अगेन बट जो इंसान जमीन से जुड़ा होता है जो इंसान मेहनत करने के लिए तैयार होता है उसके लिए फर्क नहीं पड़ता कि वो फेलियर टेस्ट कर रहा है या सक्सेस टेस्ट कर रहा है मैं फेलियर को भी उसी तरीके से एंजॉय करता था सक्सेस को भी उसी तरीके से एंजॉय करता हूँ आज भी फेल होता हूँ उसको उसी तरीके से एंजॉय करता हूँ बट द ओनली थिंग फॉरगेट इज हु एम आई एंड वेर आई कम फ्रॉम एंड दैट्स वाई आई एम नॉट डूइंग अ फेवर टू यू बाई गिविंग इट बैक आई एम डूइंग अ फेवर टू माई सेल्फ बाई शेयरिंग दिस थिंग विथ यू बिकॉज इट रिमाइंड्स मी हु आई वॉज and where i come from and with this note guys thank you so much everyone if you are not following me on instagram please make sure you follow me on instagram because i come more live more often i share some insights i only for or share on instagram i'll be live again same time uh thursday 9 pm on linkedin facebook youtube and i'll be coming more live often on instagram as well and sorry if i miss your questions i'll go back and answer all of your questions i promise please let me know in the comment section how was today's session and uh, what did you uh, find the mo- find most impo- interesting and, and important about today's session i'll read all of your comments i'll respond to all of your comments that's my promise thank you so much guys have a very great night all the best uh, keep it up and i'll see you next time bye bye thanks for joining us for this episode of the amar kutub show We hope you gained valuable insights. Don't forget to get in touch with us via LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram or our website www.amarkutub.com. 
Stay tuned for the latest news and insights about jobs and careers. I hope you find your next best opportunity soon. Until next time, goodbye.